0: It's another episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. On this episode, we're going to go back to our What If series. On this episode, we take a look back to the first iteration of the Winnipeg Jets. I'm asking the question What if the Jets did not trade Timu Solani? That's on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlock right beside me on today's episode of Locked on Coyotes. I want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. We got a great show for you guys on today's episode. We're going back to our What If series. We're going to talk. go back to the Winnipeg Jets 1.0, the... uh, the history of the Phoenix Coyotes, um, before you know the you know, where they were before, and go to the what if of what if they did not trade Team Ruslani because, um, shortly before the Winnipeg Jets moved to Arizona to become the Phoenix Coyotes, they traded away Team Ruslani, Carl, to the mighty Ducks of Anaheim.
1: Yep. Uh, this happened back in nineteen ninety six, so everyone has fun names uh, that no longer exist anymore. Um, there was a lot that I remember hearing about this trade. Um, the fact that the the Phoenix Coyotes were apparently looking to market Solani like as one of their big names, uh, but apparently management also signed off on the trade. Um, it's a it's an interesting situation. Uh, Although I will go on to say that, you know, Timu went on to be a dominant player for over a decade after that trade. Uh, So I don't know why the Winnipeg Jets slash Phoenix Coyotes organization at the time wanted to trade him, but it happened. And it's, you know, been a pretty big point in, in the franchise history, even though it happened before the franchise relocated to what it is now.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, like, a lot of you might ask the question, you know, it's like, oh, if this happened during the Winnipeg Jets era, you know, then why talk about it? Why not let the Jets people talk about it? I, but, again, like I, like like we were saying, you know, they – like, the like I don't care who you are. We're going to assume the history of the previous Jets because that's – continuation makes it easy. Um,
1: yeah, and also, like, this happened in 96. That's when the Coyotes, mo- like – relocated um, and then for what over 20 years there were no Winnipeg Jets like the only place you can go for that history was the Arizona Coyotes or was the Phoenix Coyotes uh, I think they were still the Phoenix Coyotes when the Jets came on so I can't yeah, even they, say they that Arizona by then yeah um, but you know just like the Colorado Avalanche honor the history of the Quebec Nordiques in a way I do think that it is appropriate that the Coyotes honor the history of the Winnipeg Jets 1.0. And it'd be appropriate if the Winnipeg Jets honored the Atlanta Thrashers, but they don't. So, yeah. Uh,
0: does that mean that the uh, the Calgary Flames are going to honor the Atlanta Flames? Uh,
1: that's that's a bit further back, but they do. Um, the A for the assistant captain you're is right. the Atlanta Flames? cat. You're right.
0: You're right. Um, but I, I, I could go further back and just joke about as much as I can of these. I can be like, "What about the New Jersey Devils of the Kansas City Scouts?" Or you know,
1: <laughs> honestly, yeah, there. I, I think that the New Jersey Devils honor the Scouts more than the Jets honor the Thrashers. It, it is one of those things where the. The Winnipeg Jets, at least from the outside, seem to be embarrassed by that history. And, I mean, one of the reasons that we're doing this episode is because the Jets announced that they're honoring Timu Solani. And, um, crap, who else is it? This is going to sound bad because he was the Coyote. (laughs) Tepo Niamh. Ah, tempo pneumat. Ah, I cannot speak tonight. You, tempo. <laughs> Do you want to go for it?
0: Um, hold on. I, I, I don't think my brain is ready for it.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, most embarrassing thing uh, we've done. I know, right. Tempo, if you're listening to this, I am extremely sorry that I butchered the pronunciation of your surname.
0: No, I'm not. Like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, 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 my, my, I'm. My brain is too fried to try to try for it. But yes, I know it. Yeah, exactly. Um, the fact that he played with Winnipeg and he played with Phoenix Coyotes, um, you know. Um, obviously, Team Mislani didn't, and that's why we're talking about this, right? Because he didn't; he was got traded right before. And um, there's yeah. a lot to get to that, right? Because you know, and that's what the what that's what the what if is about. Like, imagine what would have happened if Team Mislani wasn't traded. Because, like you said at the beginning, Carl, the fact that he, like that, the you know, you know, the, Phoenix was getting ready to freaking market this dude like crazy because he was already good by then. But then he went, you know, shortly afterwards, he ended up becoming, you know, one of the most, you know, one of the top players in the world. Um,
1: And he had that 76-goal rookie season. Can you even imagine, like, 92-93, 76 goals in 84 games, 56 assists, just insane, but, like, you know, his first full two full seasons in Anaheim, he had 51 goals, 52. Like he is definitely a player that the Coyotes could have used. And I think the fact that he went back to Anaheim, that he had that loyalty, and then you look at what he was doing during the 2010, 2011 season, uh, 31 goals, 49 assists in 73 games. That was the season that the Coyotes made it to the Western Conference Finals if you have that extra offensive push, like that is something like the reason I think team was a lot. Go ahead. I was going to say the one, one of the things that is
0: interesting to think about though, the fact that, you know, the, um, the mighty ducks were like had him for like five years and then he went to different teams for a little bit. You know, he went to two other teams before he returned back to Anaheim. Um, plus uh he went overseas
1: for a couple of years i believe didn't um, he um
0: that was before he was with uh well
1: oh no was, i'm thinking of, i'm thinking of yager yager went yeah.
0: overseas um but you know Solani, after o oh, after the 01 season with the, with the mighty ducks he went over to uh to san jose and then he went um went to colorado um so my thing my my thinking is, you know, would he had a similar thing with Phoenix or like or would maybe he had a decent pairing because he was paired out with Paul Caria like in the other in, in with uh in 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 Anaheim, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I, I do think that the fact that he came back for another nine seasons, that says something. Uh is Loved Phoenix. It Loved it there. Yeah. Would he have loved Phoenix as much as he loved Anaheim? Who could say? Uh, A lot of players do really love Phoenix, especially, you know, a lot of players retire there. But Anaheim is definitely a very specific town. Like, there's plenty of love about it. So I I really don't know if he would have had that same career path. But I think that is the thing that makes him so interesting the fact that he did have that career with Anaheim.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's the um uh that's the thing cuz i you know thinking about how that works too with um uh, with how it was did, again like i said it it just showed that he really loved it there and that um it and, and it really spoke what do you like the same thing with 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 phoenix i mean that's you know obviously it's remained to be seen ever i mean we would never see it because it just not going to happen you know it never happened um but who maybe he, like um, you know who on that team would have made the team marketable and everything like that? How different would the would the Coyotes have looked,
1: right? I do think he probably would have found like some pretty good like chemistry with Redeem Verbata. Uh Although the issue was with the Coyotes at the time, they never had the center. But does like having a player like Timo Solani bring in the talent? I that's why I think it's kind of like impossible to say um, if he would have come back. But I, I think there's a chance like what he did with Anaheim kind of says something about his loyalty to a franchise. Yeah.
0: I mean, he was just like he was like he was a dominant player. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, no, no doubt about it. Anyways, though, um, we're going to get to more of this talk. What if Timus Solani was not traded by the Winnipeg Jets in just a moment. But first, we're going to turn to Carl for a quick
1: word. So I have a message from our friends at betonline betonline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports information this season. You can find all the way to sports league developments, including football uh, game matchups, news and podcasts, and this year's opening week's games. Betonline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online, where the game starts.
0: All right. So, uh, another thing I want to take a look at as we talk about what the, um, you know, this whole trade, you know, Team Ruslani going from the Winnipeg Jets to the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim um in 96 i think we have to also discuss of what was also involved in that trade carl and i think you have some of the details of that trade and you know what also could have been different
1: yeah so uh honestly like the fact that this was the trade for team muslany should be a crime like uh that mighty ducks of anaheim got a 96 fourth round pick uh which was used to draft kim stall unrelated to the Stahl brothers out of Canada, uh, T. Lani and Mark Chienard. This is a, a bad podcast for me pronouncing names from the 90s that I don't know. Uh, and the Winnipeg Jets received Chad King, King Kil, Kil, Kilger, uh Oleg Trevdovsky, uh, and a 1996 third-round pick, which was used to draft Per Anton Lundstrom. Uh, one of the reasons why all of these names were pronounced or difficult for me to pronounce is they did not have much to do with the Coyotes. Uh, although Tepo Neman uh, also threw me earlier on. Uh, hopefully I'm getting it now. But yeah, um, they're not a good trade no, Newmanin, at all.
0: I think Newman. Yeah.
1: Newman Newman uh, Chad Kilger only lasted. 10 games with the Coyotes. He had an assist. Uh, Looks like he spent some time in the AHL. Uh, Oleg uh, played a full season with the Coyotes. Um, Actually, no. Looks like he had uh, parts of let's see. Uh, Yeah, parts of three. Ended up going back to the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Uh, And then the pick that was used to draft a pair on uh, I don't think he made the NHL
0: so yeah so this trade was 100% one sided and you know so essentially like a lot of people were probably banging themselves in the head like man this trade should have never happened
1: no, no, absolutely not. And like, it, it was so immediate when that decision like came down, like, cause right away he had that 50 goal season. Like it, it, it should have been like pretty instant. Like, oh, this guy was not someone who was past his prime.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'll be also to be fair. He was paired to Paul Curry. Like I mentioned earlier, like that first year, but like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that does say something. Right, you know, like a lot of people. There's a reason why, you know, if you're a Ducks fan, you know the fact that that ki- that guy's name is freaking raised as a, a in jersey retirement. You know, no one's gonna wear Curry's number Curry's number again because of you know, how good he was. Um, yeah, but we're not in we're not in a Hannah Heim show because so we're not gonna talk about that. But you know, but the fact that team was something with period with them did make much that that much of a difference.
1: It, it definitely made a difference. Um... But still, just like looking at this return, it's not well, that still, much of return a
0: difference. Is still, this return is, is just criminal. It, yeah. it is absolutely criminal because like, yeah, you are giving up a MVP. Um, obviously, didn't really know too much at the time, but an MVP, Rocket Rashad winner, you know, so many freaking accolades for nothing.
1: Yeah. And... and- Like we said at the top, he's a player who you could market a team around. Like he, you know, had taken a bit of a slump, but he was still phenomenal. He still had that great rookie career. And like people knew his name. He he wasn't yet the player who he would become, like the player who I discovered when I started watching hockey years later, over a two decades later, like I said, but he was still in the game. And the fact that he made it two decades, over two decades, it really says something.
0: One thing I'm actually curious about, and I want to do do this discussion for, you know, the 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 all intents and purposes, but the idea that let's say, you know, obviously we saw that he got you know, he left Anaheim and went to a couple teams and then went back to Anaheim. But let's say, you know, for this reason that he stuck around in Phoenix and whatever. Like, there could have been a decent amount of players that, like, either A, decided not to play for the Coyotes or, you know, go through that period of terminal in the early 2000s, in the early to mid 2000s, that could have definitely changed the tra- trajectory of the franchise.
1: Yeah. Uh, I should say a decade and a half later, because it wasn't exactly two decades when I started watching him, a uh, decade and a half. But you are absolutely correct. Um, there was quite a. A time where like, you know, the team had drafted Blake Wheeler and Kyle Turris. and these were two players who didn't seem to want to deal with the situation. But if there was a chance to play with Timu, like that I don't would have made know. a difference.
0: It could have changed. It really could have changed. And like in the think of at any point in time that those three players could have been on the ice, you know, together. Like <laughs> that just it's just like oh my god like what
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah like if it let's say you are dave Tippett, uh kyle turris is happy so you're playing him uh you're doing a line with like turris solani and redeem verbata and it's 2011 i think that's a solid line that is a really good line
0: absolutely like that is a really good like that because th- th- those playoff coyotes could have done t- some more damage
1: yeah yeah or like uh, martin hansel and uh, see I'm, I'm never really sure what to think of martin hansel as a player would he have been able to bring out something from from timu or would timu have been able to bring something out from him because you know that's the thing about a of veteran not only do they like you know need support they could bring out the best in a player and the coyotes you know they had shane down they had Redeem verbata they they had a couple of guys who were like that but nobody like timu no no real superstar
0: exactly and i think that could end that right um, he could have he could have made that difference because you look at what he did in his second time with um with Anaheim and bringing him to the postseason on so many years and um including like a Stanley Cup final and like you're just like dude, like y- you are a superstar. Like no, yeah. way, there's no there's no way around it. And like it, like Timo Solani's name, you just mention him anywhere around the NHL, and you're gonna people are gonna know who you who the frick you're talking about.
1: Yeah absolutely and it's you know the fact that he did most of that with the ducks a you know a non-traditional market i think also says a lot because you don't necessarily get too many like major sunbelt superstars
0: yeah um that's true (laughs)
1: Up until like the Tampa Bay Lightning, who I think got like all of the superstars at one point, and the current you know Vegas Golden Knights method of like draft or like acquiring all the superstars, but like for a player who was player when the era
0: su- when when like everyone dismissed the Sun Belt as just like irrelevant.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know Gretzky had gone to Los Angeles, I think by that point, if I recall but you know it was right about that time where like the teams were being taken seriously like the 90s were a, a fun time for hockey
0: yeah because um what like, like the 90s is when the west coast and the south decided to be like hey guess what we exist too what yeah um that's when minnesota re- relocated to dallas um it's when san jose expanded it's when anaheim expanded it's when um la was has been around for already a long time but um and and that's when uh winnipeg moved to phoenix like you know you had a lot of people move down to that market because and it and for the most part it worked for a lot of those players, for a lot of those teams and it has worked because they've been a lot of them are still don't, they're still around so yeah
1: and like i said earlier the the nordiques moving to denver i think was also part of that and also a pretty big key
0: absolutely absolutely Anything else you want to talk touch on?
1: Um, uh, do you think that a superstar player like Timu could have provided more stabilization for the franchise? Or is that too far? I think it's a little too far because I think
0: you can't really take into account um, what's going to happen with the like, you know, ownership and management. It just don't. Yeah.
1: That Yeah, is very true. That is absolutely true. And honestly, like that's probably what, it, where it would have been the kicker. Cause I know like redeem verbata, Left because he was upset that he couldn't get a raise, even though he absolutely earned one. Um, that that probably would have seen a, a better departure for Timu. Um, and and because... I think a lot
0: of this also goes into the fact, and I hate to say it, you know, and, it, and like and maybe that w- it would have affected Timu sticking around too, if if this were to be the case. But the Coyotes' decision to move to Glendale. Mm yeah as we've been talking about like it was we, we realized we realized that was not a good decision it just did not work out for the team
1: yeah that it was a it was a move that made sense at the time uh because i was i was in arizona um in 2000 so i i understand the logic of that move i always will but uh, I'm pretty sure Timo Solani could not have solved uh, the recession or the housing crisis in the you know early aughts that really caused uh, the West Valley to fall out of favor and things to start moving back east. Uh, and that's what would have been, been needed. Like mm-hmm. If the West Valley had continued their growth in the way that they were doing in the early aughts, Kilo River Arena may have been fine, but uh i i don't think timu could fix a recession exactly Uh, yeah so (laughs) asking a bit too much for him
0: yeah so like so that that's what i had to put into that that's what that's where i kind of had to think about it i'm just like you can't really you you can't really say timu's going to fix an economic problem in the in 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 the valley like it's just (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so that would have been another, another question of whether or not he would have stuck around because obviously they probably couldn't afford to keep him around. Maybe I don't know. Um
1: or hang on, let me let me just say this: Timo's still with the team. You get even more Winnipeg people down, uh get more snowbirds, have Phoenix be the undisputed winnipeg slash manitoba snowbird spot uh still probably wouldn't work but yeah yeah that that's uh that's the one problem when it comes to the coyotes uh some of their problems are in their control and others are sadly outside of it
0: absolutely absolutely uh anyways though um unless we unless you have anything else you'd like to add i think we're you can go to I just that.
1: want to apologize one more time to Teppo for uh, getting his name wrong.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, you know, unfortunately, you know, we're like with hockey, sometimes we're going to get people's name wrong or um, yeah. mispronounce their names. But we try. We try. Whoa, well, at least you did. I just I decided to steer away from that um, for the most part.
1: You, you- this is a bit too much uh, how the sausage gets made. Usually, I'll, I'll listen to a pronunciation guide. Uh, I thought we were going to be able to focus this one all on Timu, uh, but no, no, we, we couldn't. Uh, so, uh, yep, got kind of thrown out there. And uh, Teppo is definitely a very important figure in the Coyotes. He was the second captain. Um, phenomenal defenseman, um, but... Um, I am more used to seeing his name written out than than actually having to pronounce it. Yep. (laughs) Yep.
0: (laughs) Anyways, though, that's going to be it for today's episode of Locked on Coyotes. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Of course, you can leave a comment on YouTube and let us know um, if there is any other what if scenarios you would like us to touch on. For this podcast, we will can put we will take into um, as much into consideration as all suggestions as possible. So we're gonna. So feel free to send them your, to our way. But also don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash LockedOnCoyotes. On Instagram, LockedOnCoyotes. And on Twitter, L O underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leoniel. Carl Pavlov is at Carl Pavlov F F H. Interact with us, ask a question you might have. We might answer right back or on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes Podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you're staying safe out there. Hope you're staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.